Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everybody, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm going to be your host for today, Mr. Rory Magic Powers. And to my left, I'm joined by... Dale, no magic driver. Oh, muggle driver. <laughs> and uh, to my right... Simon, I don't know. Voldemort. High mage. <laughs> That's essentially magic, isn't it, still? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, dark magic I'm going for. Ooh. Black magic. Some of, some of Do they still shit. make black magic chocolate selections? Do they still exist? How's, uh, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Off topic almost immediately. I love it. I mean, that's going to be very much the spirit of this podcast, I think. So, you know, mm. we're letting the people know what they're getting themselves You can never into. be off topic if you're never on topic. That's a, that's yeah. a good point, Cardi. That's a good point. But is we it? are going to be on topic uh, going forward here. The first thing we're going to be talking about is a little announcement that was made this week by Nintendo. Mm. Uh, Nintendo were kind of doing their own thing this year. It's kind of a weird mix between these mini directs. Some of them are live. Some of them are just uploaded uh, as full presentations. Weird. I've not thought about it until now. But yeah, they had a, that direct mini literally like, what, five days ago or something yeah. like that? And then they did this as and well? It kind of works because then you just have this constant flow of hype just mm. picking people up. Mm. Um, but the most recent one that they did was for a game that's coming out very soon for the Nintendo Switch called uh, Nintendo Labo. Labo. I thought it was Labo for until I came into the office and started speaking to everyone else. So you're a Labo. Yeah. You're a Labo Labo. Well, it's huh? Lebo, so it might be Lebo to rhyme. I don't know. I was, not, thinking, there's no I was I, thinking of label and then Labo, but then... Well, Krupa lab. said laboratory. It seems yeah. like the laboratory, that makes more sense. Labo, and Labo. is kind of... They're trying to riff off Lego, I think, aren't they? It's quite similar. Mm. So Lego, Labo, Labo. Stingy bastards. I think they should have called it Nintendo Cardi. Oh, that would have been good, <laughs> yeah. I, would, yeah. I don't or think like, that would have been me sorted for a while. <laughs> I think um, Labo is probably not the best name, I think. Well, but like, it's Nintendo. It's just got to be cute and, yeah. like... It, it, it's it super simple and, yeah. ca- and remem- yeah. memorable. It's like Amiibo, isn't it? It's, it's following And you've never heard that word before, have you said? Yeah. You go, so what the hell's that? Yeah. We should say, if no one has seen yeah, this what before, the hell is that? essentially, it's very strange. It's a game that you would buy for your Nintendo Switch that uh, is a set of mini games that essentially revolve around the additional item that you get when you purchase it, which is essentially sheets of cardboard that you pop out of the cardboard and mm. assemble into different shapes and creatures and like oh, yeah. houses, a piano, little mm. items like that. And then uh, by utilizing the technology in the Switch, you can make it an actual playable piano yeah. or that you slot your screen into that house and you can play a little game inside the house. Yeah, or you can make a fishing rod. Or a fishing rod. They're basically yeah. just like, yeah, peripherals, accessories and, and things that you can interact with the Switch but using cardboard. Using that, cardboard. That you build yourself with instructions it's as well. It's pretty cool, I really want it, it to work perfectly. I just hope it really does I, work. I mean... I can't see any reason why I wouldn't right now. Like the piano is obviously down to how well you build the thing. Yeah, yeah that's the but same for all these. They it? showed an example of the instructions like within the game as well. And it's like very much like if you've ever built Lego figures mm. in the, in what they're called, Lego dimensions, where it's got the instructions where it's one page at a time. It shows an action of this happening. So yeah. I imagine it's pretty hard to mess up these constructions anyway. I would think hope. so. But yeah. I, Dale, am not a clever man. So, uh, <laughs> I have failed simpler tasks than folding cardboard. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's Ikea know. for kids. Yeah. Well, what, what is it, the general it? vibe? Because when I came in, I was, I think it's cool. I don't think I'm going to be the person that hops on it straight away. You know, I definitely so, want to give it a go. So I wonder I, if it's I like a what, party game as well. Like if one of us mm, got a kit and we could all just, you know, try it out. I think it's very much a game to play with your children, obviously more than anything. Uh, yeah. My position and is And we that, all are family men. Yeah. Multiple, yeah. Children, <laughs> multiple children. Kids. <laughs> Two wives as well, Cardi, yeah. new animal. Well, <laughs> my, my position is I can't wait for it to come in the studio because I will be probably, hopefully the first one to build these things in the studio. You will be. Because I love like building stuff anyway. I was mm. obsessed with Meccano as a kid. Now I build these metal earth figures. I've got a few on my desk and stuff. So yeah, I'm absolutely all over the building part. The actual games, 
I don't think there's much weight there, is no, there? No, I think really? there's it's... more fun in building them and then Absolutely. you'll play the mini game for 10 minutes. I think it's the then... reward of like playing the game knows yeah. that you've successfully constructed this thing, isn't I it? I think they said, the instructions said each one should take about two hours to no, build. No, I think that was... That's uh, not true. I think it was the piano took two hours to build or maybe yeah. the maybe the robot one, but all the rest of them, there's varying lengths uh, of time. Okay. Like, for example, the the uh, the go-kart one, where you turn the Switch controllers, the Joy-Cons into like a little go-kart. Yeah. That is not taking you too yeah. well. There's to one that looks like, that. the one yeah. that when you turn it's like a giant robot, there's like elastic bands everywhere. That mm. looks fairly, so that's not complicated, but that yeah, one, that is, it. it's worth noting out. I think that one was mentioned in the trailer, but that's another pack you buy entirely. Okay. So like the variety yeah. pack is all the little things, yeah. but then that, cause that backpack is massive. Yeah. You know, it's a yeah. big, well, the giant variety like, pack cardboard. still has the Could piano. Could have been a tiny it, person which... it was on though. That's true, yeah. But the variety pack, like, yeah, the piano is pretty substantial. Like, that seems like a big bulk of it. Oh, I don't like the range, though, Dale. Not barely an octave, it looks like. Am I doing a lot with that? You know? Can't even do a full chord. Still, though, like, have you actually looked at how it works as well? Yeah, it's incredible. So it uses, like, the infrared sensor on the, is it the left Joy-Con? I think it's the left one. Anyway, there's an infrared sensor on the bottom of it. Mm. And you slot that in, and underneath each key has like a reflective strip on it or something along those it's lines. It's genius if it yeah. works. Yeah, I want to, I'll believe it when I do it. Why didn't you believe it? Just because there's so many of these things that, you know, all you have to do is like just get it a centimeter out or no, it's I don't just think not it's working. That. I don't think it's like that. And also Nintendo, also, they... It's just sex, isn't it? Sorry? If you're just, <laughs> if you're just, <laughs> just a just centimeter a off, it's not working. <laughs> it's not happening. Try again. Reply, uh, <laughs> reply sticker. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. I think, though, uh, like putting your trust in anyone like Nintendo is a pretty good horse to bet exactly, on when it comes yeah. to this so. sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm very hopeful. I want it to work. If you guys could have any uh, peripheral, you know, that you could make with cardboard to implement into a game, Ooh, what would it be? So you sprung that on me there. The motorbike you? one looks super cool, I thought. What did you think of that one? Yeah, again, like, you're revving up cool. for it and you got the screen in front of you. But you're going to have to be like a twat and like turn your chair around and lean like you're on a bike. I mean, then... you don't think you look like a twat when you've made your own little model house and you're pushing buttons on the side of it or you got know, a bird. But, but like... Because in the trailer, that kid was like leaning forward, like looking cool, like he's steering a bike. The reality of that is I'm going to be like in my bed with my yeah, like gut yeah. out, like the steering <laughs> wheels just on my stomach. Well, what if you could like put it into a sword or a bow and arrow and Ooh. just play Zelda that way? Yeah, yeah, imagine that. Mm. Well, that's what I was thinking like um, with the, the go-kart one. I wonder if they'll bring that in. It's yeah. like, oh, a, a feature. You can yeah. use the cardboard controller yeah. to steer your Mario Kart. Or a cardboard cart. Pokeball. You just throw it at your TV and chuck it at Pokemon. things. Yeah. That won't break anything. Yeah. That's what I do worry about. If it is meant for little kids, and say you're a Switch owner and you have a five or a six-year-old, yeah. are you trusting them with a cardboard box with your Switch in it to not draw all over it or throw it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess you probably... I don't know. A five-year-old... Like, they know what they're doing to a degree. Like, they use iPads all the time. So, yeah. I don't think drawing on it, maybe early, younger than that, potentially, yeah. All right, I mean, guys, mm. here's my idea. I've got, I've got an idea for a game, okay? You can either, just let me know what you want. Imagine right. this is like uh, the dragons, okay? I'm pitching it to you. Okay. All right, so it's, 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 <laughs> it's a game you. for Nintendo so, Switch. Is it hot in here? Wait, so you Duncan Please, can I get some Theo, more? who's going on? Uh, I'm Duncan. All right, I'll be Theo. Wait, is he? I'm going to get really stressed. My voice is like, <laughs> so um, uh, uh, the game, uh, it's a prison escape game. I'm out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I still got uh, one dragon. You've, you've got me okay. still. Come it's on. a prison escape game. Okay. Uh, where essentially- A way out then, a way out. Okay. Uh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it already exists. Yeah. I'm out. Uh, you're giving us given, the hard sell. You, you're given one sheet of cardboard, all right? But okay. the cardboard is designed so that it can be folded into a number of different items. Okay. Right? Magical what have, cardboard. What, you, no. what do you mean magical cardboard? <laughs> That's just cardboard. You fold it once, then you've got to refold it again. It's going to uh, look like a mess. Yeah, well, it's it's a messy life, prison. <laughs> look, so you have your, right, you, have your you have your cardboard <laughs> weapon. So it's like, oh, you need to um, first escape your jail cell. Okay. So you can fold it in one way that makes it into look like a key. Oh, it's like, okay. that's how I get out. And then it's like, oh, now you got to fold it to look like a little knife and right. shank the guards. What? And then, <laughs> you know, this is it's for kids. using, maybe Shanking this is for the older. <laughs> look, it's utilizing the technology, but for the older generation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm just spitballing here. I'll I thought it was a cool 50 idea. 50% on the money for 20%. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> you can take that deal. Oh, you're going to regret that I need deal. someone else. This is your Bitcoin. You're going to regret <laughs> yeah. not getting in on the ground floor. I apologize to any Scottish no. people listening for that awful combinator <laughs> in action. Do you know what I'm shocked that they haven't done? And they kind of did it with a robot. To a degree, you know, they've got mm. the little visor. But I'm shocked that they didn't do some sort of Google Cardboard VR sort of setup. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Well, c- they so said they're not interested in VR or 4K. Yeah, yeah. So they're limited. Just because they think no one's investing that much into it yet. Right. I suppose, and I suppose it, like cardboard supporting the weight of a Switch yeah. unit is probably... I think yeah. they're going their own way, aren't they? Well, it's interesting to point out... Um, uh, like really early on when the Switch was just being rumored to come out, like Nintendo did a bunch of patents on a, uh, a whole different variety of designs. And one of them was patenting uh, specific uses of that um, the thing yeah. you were talking about. On the cardboard? Left. No, no, no. The, what did you say? The robot, the visor thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And one of the patents was essentially a harness that would, where your um the screen of your Switch would slot in and essentially yeah. become the screen of a VR oh, okay. um, headset. Obviously, I don't think they're doing that with this because with Google Cardboard, yeah. then obviously you have to hold the yeah. thing up or put it on a strap. Mm-hmm. So I think there's still a possibility down the line that they would release like a plastic headset that you would strap in and put on because the technology is there, right? It's got motion controls yeah. on the Switch and it's a good screen. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's still within the realms of possibility, but I don't think they're going to do it for a long time. What they should yeah. do is make a couple of like gauntlet fist things for arms and make, you know, the game arms. Yeah, you that, so you make like cardboard gauntlets, and then you put the them in there, and it may, oh, I'd be well, surprised if that you know, yeah, labo add-ons to games. Mm. See, because yeah, because that the one where the kid is using the backpack to punch oh, stuff as a Mario giant robot, Kart, you just build like, basically put that in arms. Yeah, but there's already a pedal in the advert, a steering wheel, Mario Kart. You've exactly, got what about splatoon guns. How are you building a pedal out of cardboard? Where's the <laughs> I mean, spring, spring action? No, it's he uses a elastic band, band and a doesn't string. It? Does it? it? Yeah. Oh my god! So easily broken. Yeah. Could you imagine like size of mafia? I'm going to crush it. Could you imagine? Uh, like studying at a the, like the top Japanese universities for like games design 3D modeling with the goal to get a job at Nintendo and you graduate and it's like now we need people who know cardboard and uh, origami did you major in origami yeah. <laughs> it's oh insane God. yeah they should have called it origami if they knew what they were doing oh that's pretty good actually that's why I don't well, work in what we could do though is um, people could write in with if they've got any suggestions yeah I mean yeah. obviously I gave the best one but sure yeah, if, if you, you guys want more pitches uh, what games would you like to see utilize the Nintendo Labo? Mm. I think that's a good question. Yes. Moving on to another game this week that has piqued my interest. Oh, here we go. Uh, as the anime dweeb <laughs> that I am. You love all that, don't you? You I love do. all those scrawly oh. drawings and big, spiky big hair. into it, yeah. The, col- the <laughs> colorful hair and the big boobs. Zips everywhere. <laughs> um, Dragon Ball... I think it's called Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which is it's not just fighters, fighters, but even it's supposed to be Dragon Ball Z, not Dragon Should Ball. Should be Dragon Ball Z, Z fighters? I, it is, yeah, but yeah. it's like fighter. I thought it's, isn't it just no. Dragon oh, okay. Ball Fighters? It's not Dragon Ball Z Fighters. No, it's not. But I'm saying it should, oh, it should be because the show's called Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> All right, okay. It's a mess, uh, but <laughs> luckily the game isn't. It's Goku okay. in it. Um, Goku's there. That's all the I mains. Right. All, all your big ones. I mean, I can tell you a single Goku, one. Goku, Cell, Margin, Freezer. Boom, Trunks, Freezer, all the androids, Krillin. Everyone, you guys know Krillin. <laughs> I didn't Which know one's you the one? I, I do not know. I looked at the manual yesterday and laughed at... What's the one <laughs> that's like a manual. little baby? The one, that's Krillin. He looks like a baby. He's got a big bald head as well. Yeah. It's funny, we got... Um, uh, I got... Well, actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that. No, we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. You've been um, playing the beta, though, haven't you? I have. I've been playing I've been playing when a lot works. of the game, and I, I played some of the beta, yeah. as I call it. Okay. Um, yeah. It's beautiful. It is really, really? beautiful. Is I think uh, it was a bit tough for me because I'm not really a fighting games kind of guy. Yeah. I find, like, the repetition... Uh, a l- like a little off-putting sometimes because okay. I usually will find three people I like and then as soon as you know their combos I know there's a level beyond that which is you know finding the best ways to counter and time yeah, attacks course, yeah. but uh, it gets a bit dull for me um, but this game is so gorgeous and well animated it just looks and feel it makes you feel like you're really great at the game okay. even though you do probably you just need time basic. to look at it while you're playing though because it's so fast um you, you do actually because it, like a lot of fighting games i know like uh, injustice is big into it when you like trigger special moves mm-hmm. and it'll do like almost 
little cutscenes it where it's like animating yeah. you doing crazy attacks. And that obviously uh, within that like anime style where it's like these crazy explosions and teleporting behind mm -hmm. someone just looks really, really cool. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm hoping we get some other people in the office into it. I've not oh, seen. I don't like Dragon Ball or fighting games, so I probably oh. won't get involved. See, I really no. like fighting games, but I have no love for Dragon Ball at all. I, but what kind of fighting game is it? I've not seen anything of it. Um, I don't. What, what 2D kind of, fighter? 3D yeah, fighter? sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, fun <laughs> fighter. Uh, it is. It's a, it's a 2D fighter essentially, okay. um, and obviously, like with a lot of the fighting games, it's mostly like hand-to-hand -hand combat, mm -hmm. but obviously because they are like superhumans, they have all these different abilities where they can like Hadouken out of their arms and okay. do all these different blasts. What, what kind of like inputs are we talking? Is it like quarter circles? Is it like yeah. downs? Like it almost like your regular fighting game. You've got like combos with the mini buttons. Mm -hmm. You can, um, it seems to be a lot of the combat that I did in um, the campaign is like 3v3. Okay. So it's like teams where you can like, you know, punch someone up and then hit and then your other player comes in. Oh, and is like, it, oh so it's like Marvel versus Capcom kind of. Yeah, like, you can like pick in? your teams. Yeah. Okay. Which is cool. And there's a lot of obviously like you get items and different things like that. Um, but one of the really cool things about it, which has been blowing up on our YouTube channel is um, essentially when there's certain fighters facing off against each other that would have faced off in a similar way on uh, in the anime. Okay. So for example, one of the biggest fights in the show is Goku fighting this uh, lizard guy called Frieza. Okay. And he's like, ah! What a moment it was. What he talks about. Frieza the lizard. It is actually, I I don't know if it still is, but for a point, it was the longest animated fight in of all time. Okay. Just hours, oh, hours right. and oh, hours, right. hours of oh, fighting. Right. I think it was like maybe eight hours of screen time, something huh. like that. Um, what? It was a eight, big fight. Eight hour fight. <laughs> it was funny as well when you watch it as a kid and because it would be released weekly what? and you'd be like, all right, this is it. This might be the, the time they kill Frieza. And it would be, 25 minutes of just people going ah, wait so the ah, episode ooh, was ah, like ah, part just five of eight in a fight yeah the, the fight went mental. on the, think about it because if you're watching week to week Jeez. the fight lasted maybe two months is there any plot as a kid story? there's yeah. little bits there's little <laughs> bits in there That's so mad. in Family Guy when Peter's fighting that chicken <laughs> the guy you, are you sure you didn't just watch the same episode eight <laughs> times we did we watch reruns as well recaps <laughs> um but then think about it, guys, when he finally manages to kill Frieza. Spoilers. Oh, what, a, what an absolute moment oh, that, that yeah. is. It's just incredible. But back to my point is, if you, um, the same fighters are facing off in the same way, okay. what it does then at the end of the fight is it animates that story, but in the game engine. Okay. So it kind of like recreates it, which is oh, really eight cool. Eight hours of fun. <laughs> exactly. It's like a little life hack. I'll, uh, I'll play the game. I'll give you a go on it. I'll, All right, I love little fighting games that much that I'll, I'll definitely have a go on it. Yeah, I, I won't know what's I'll going on. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Joe and Gavin, those guys are kind of hyped on it as well. So mm. hopefully I can get some people into it and we'll have a little bit more info when uh, we can talk about story yeah. and all the The real battle stuff. will be me versus Gav. Obviously we all know that's the... <laughs> The main rival when it comes to fighting games is like who can be better, me or Gav? And it's usually me. Is Except it really? Oh no, Street you Fighter are Two. Good. He's better than me at Street Fighter Two. But Injustice, I absolutely wipe the floor with him. Who? He'll tell, he'll tell you otherwise, but that's the <laughs> truth. Because <laughs> he's a lying prick. Yeah. <laughs> who was who was the best when we did that drunken master? Oh, I didn't play that. You didn't, I was, oh, you I was were filming. filming it, yeah. Oh, bless you, dude. What, what, yeah. what, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Gav. I think Gav. You, was, he is pretty good at fighting. He's games. like naturally good at fighting. Games, I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Good at fighting in real life. Yeah. Good at fighting in games. <laughs> God, cool. more games chat. Right. Guys, this is what I love. Mm. I mean, like, films and TV are great, but they're no games, are they? Well, um, they can be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like both equally. It's fine. And we love video games so much, and we are so sad. Well, technically, this is TV, if, you, if you're being... Mm, that's an stepping all point, over a segue here. Well, yeah. it was one going anywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Cardi, we went to a pub to watch Overwatch. Well, yeah, I, I caught the last of the four fights. So we went to support our local London Spitfire lads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All from South Korea, but you know, they're local to us. Yeah. And yeah, they're flying our flag and winning, kicking ass. Is they really are. I don't know anything about it. Is there any English players on that team? No. no. They're all South, all 12 all, are South Korean. All 12 South Korean. But doesn't matter where you're they're from, good. Dale. It matters. Their heart's here. Yeah, their where heart your heart is. With the is. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, this is cool. So obviously, I think we've talked about it a lot before. Um, the loading bars here in London obviously do a lot of big gaming nights. And the guy who runs it, Jimmy, uh, put on a essentially like Overwatch live esports event where you could go to the bar and projected on all the screens were the Overwatch games, which everyone was very interested in because it was um, Spitfire's. Uh, we're playing that night. Yeah. So we went down, we got a table, the place was packed, yep. had some beers, had some whiskeys, and... People were getting mad for it, weren't they? Really yeah, they properly were, going mad, really. especially at the start when it was really neck and neck, and, you know, they finally managed to deliver the payload, and everyone's cheering and clapping. That sounds cool. It was really cool, and that's I think that's what we wanted to talk about on the podcast is... Mm. I, I've watched a lot of esports before. Um, I can't say I have just because none of the games have really interested. I've never been into League of Legends. Yeah, or, yeah. it's branching Overwatch. out now yeah. more. Um, and this was just such a cool experience. Mm. It was really cool being part of like this big community of a bunch of people really excited to be there and watch yeah. someone play a game. And slowly realizing how bad at the game you actually are. <laughs> that, that is the thing with esports, isn't it? When you watch them, like I, we did a video series where we were Tekken players and they're pro mm. esport Tekken players. And I was just watching them play it and I was just like, I am so shit yeah, at this when game. You watch a, when you watch a pro do a fighting game, you're like, I reckon I can mash buttons and get a bit of health off them. Nah, no, way. no they're, way. They're counting frames, mate. Yeah, they're like, mad, it, it, how many frames it takes to do a move and then trying to work that out. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's so funny how a night like this as well follows the same beats as a normal night, but the themes are different. Because <laughs> like halfway through the night, I had like two whiskeys and instead of like making a horrible mistake where you call your ex-girlfriend or something, I was like, you know what? That's it. Monday morning, I'm meaning Genji. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to play Genji. <laughs> like, new year, new me. That's yeah. it. I've been Widowmaker all week. It's, it's going badly. <laughs> like Daniel with his arm around Gav. You're a good tank. I've been saying for years, and no one's a better tank than you. <laughs> like, this time next year, that'll be us. Yeah. <laughs> with, um, with the actual stream while you're watching do they have commentary and everything yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean it's all like built and in is it a multi-cam situation is it like a oh, spectator yeah. cam yeah and they have overhead cam they have all sorts now but do they do like individual players and then cut between spectators cam and then I, I will not, tell you Dale as far is as is it like a football game is what I'm saying the way it's cut together yeah as right. far as esports go they have the live replays in within seconds. They're, ooh, oh they're on it. They're absolutely smashing it. They, yeah. At one point, they cut to like the, um, I don't know, like the editing room where obviously like all the monitors were and stuff. And you're talking maybe like 30 different monitors and a whole team. I thought they'd cut to the NASA headquarters for yeah. like oh one point, God. you know? It looks insane. It's like, like a, a it's like a live sports broadcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I mean like, if, obviously I think a lot of companies are seeing the potential of esports mm. and Blizzard are smart, you know? Yeah, they want this course, to go yeah. far. They've pumped millions into this yeah. and uh, they're doing a damn good job as well. well. If you get this right, then people end up playing your game for 10 years. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and it's constant source of income exactly. for them. So. Yeah. There was even yeah. talk of them uh, bringing in a system where essentially if you, which I think is kind of shitty, but I can see why it's good. Uh, if you watch the the live games on your PlayStation, because yeah. there's a tab that says like, yeah. watch the games. Yeah. You would get in-game rewards oh, really? for like watching games. That's cool. Which is kind of well, cool. Like, but then it means you could just, if you're sleeping, just leave it on that channel. Yeah. And also we're getting penalized for going to a pub and watching it with our friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not just going to leave our PlayStation. Well, maybe they'll do something through that. Maybe I don't the know. app. Do you know what I've been thinking about watching in esports recently? Is Rainbow Six? After like we started yeah, getting back into it, it. Mm. Rainbow Six Siege, I should say. We've been, we've been playing it at lunch, yeah. yeah. And I've just been really enjoying it. And like talk, hearing you guys talk about that, I thought, wouldn't it be cool that to would watch be a like very tense game to pro watch players that. doing like like terrorist and or like you know like trying to get a hostage from yeah. the multiplayer and stuff like that. I guess if you have one of those games where it's like a comeback from like 1v4, like one dude yeah, in the house yeah. and he's got to raid his way out. That would be but imagine that, like even because you kind of get a little bit of that experience when you play the game and you die, but someone else on your team is still going. Yeah. And then you, you're you on their cam, but you can also s switch to the camera. It's always me. I'm always the first to go. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's usually out at the end as well. And you're watching him <laughs> creep around every corner and you're like right there with him as well. Imagine I'm watching like a professional dude. Because <laughs> we ain't professionals at that game. No. The amount of times we've like started off a new map and we're all like, you know, outside the house and it's like, okay, 
we're going to send drone, drones in. I think we can find the hostage. I'm going to assume he's on the second floor. <laughs> it's like just me on the headset. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Rory <laughs> me just powers. sniping through walls trying yeah. to hit someone. <laughs> well, like Alan Cooper always like sending their drones. I'm always climbing up to the roof and yeah. seeing like my best fans point for just diving I'm in. Getting, <laughs> I'm getting as far away as possible and scoping. <laughs> We've got it done. It's good fun though. Oh, it's it a great fun. game yeah. with a group of people as well. Like we used to talk about it a lot on the podcast. Yeah. It's kind of timeless because yeah. it's always just fun well, to come back to a game. reviewed it. It came out today, our new review of it. Oh, the white noise? Oh, no. Uh, just, no, just re-reviewed because of a lot of new game. content. Oh, really? So it's basically a new yeah. game. That's yeah. smart. That's something nice that we do. I'm glad that we yeah. do that. Yeah. I think so, we yeah. do that with a couple different games that change a lot. Mm. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so that was really fun. That was great. Uh, more games chat. This is like oh, goddamn games podcast. I'm just going to give people a quick update because I haven't done a lot. Basically, it's football manager time <laughs> and I feel obliged <laughs> to Need do it now. Need a jingle at this point. Cardi. Cardi. Brief update. So. Gets his paper ready. First, I'd just like to... Gab isn't here today, but I have just bumped up my win percentage up to 50%. I was on that podcast. That's good. Are you happy now? A little. Okay. I mean, I was listening to that podcast. That is a good good. Gab was talking about it. Yes. That is good. 49. Yeah. That's... That's a great win percentage. You're yeah. losing more. All right, let's go check what Arsenal. He's gone Wenger's. up several leagues though. Mm-hmm. Your first, when your first season in a new league, you're going to lose a lot. Do you know what? When you're 51, Cardi, I'll give you a pat on the back. <laughs> but until then, yeah. I also finished second in my Champions League group. I've been drawn against PSG in the next round. That's not good, is it? No, not really. No no. Well, I don't know what PSG are like in your game at this point. Oh, that beasts they're ridiculous so how many years are you in now like 10 years 2026 20, i'm in now oh god so you've done yeah. you've done nearly 10 years then yeah so who knows what teams are like anymore what's the air quality like in 2026 the air quality yeah. yeah that's got to affect athletes right pollution yeah you think i don't know just to point out, I just looked up Arsene Wenger's win percentage in the Premier League, 57%. That's, that's pretty good. That's good. I'm only 7% behind that. Oh, but, but that's... You've up, gone up, I've started He's from the up. bottom. Yeah. Now you're here. Yeah. I know the Drake song. <laughs> but I need a 51 card. Yeah. I need I'll get a, there. I need the W. How long have you been in the Premier League? Oh, that's a good question, Dale. It's probably <laughs> six seasons now. Okay, yeah. So I imagine your first season or two in the Premier League, there was a lot of losses. You're yeah, I like barely scraped. Yeah, probably yeah, the air pollution. I reckon. So that brings. <laughs> <laughs> so what you want to know the the deep lore of 2020? I, I want to know what the political state is like. <laughs> I've got the real question for well, you. Well, I'm not going into Brexit again. <laughs> is the Nexus One in production yet? <laughs> Ooh, Blackburn are all well and good. Yeah. How are Coventry City doing? Tell me. I'll give you an update, Dale. Okay. <laughs> so currently, I think they're in League Two at the moment, they're aren't they? Eighth in League Two right Ooh. now. Yeah. I tell so, you, they've made yeah. the big jump up to twelfth in League One. Oh, okay. well, it's I mean, taken eight years. League but One. They're up. It's all up, up with mobility. It's fine. As long as it's going up. could be coming. Sounds You're good. only a few points off it's the playoffs. Sad. It's definitely not good, mate. Oh, it's not. <laughs> no. I thought League One better we than used, League Two, right? We spent thirty years in the top division, and now we're in League Two. So yeah. even oh. League One is not that. Who knows? Dion Dublin Sun might be here to save you I don't know oh my god I don't know Dion if he has Dublin a son a hero <laughs> <laughs> I had Dublin 18 was it 18 or 19 18 I, I think on the how many of, of the jube have you purchased do you know I about put, the jube yes oh, of course yeah <laughs> how dare do you, you? How dare no it sounds like a street so drug jube is a musical instrument that Dion Dublin invented former Coventry City legend it's basically invented. a wooden cube with Isn't it like cardboard faces. as well? It might be cardboard. Yeah, I think it's a cardboard box. Like, he's he's like, he, plays, he plays a box. They're yeah. like 140 quid each. He yeah. makes them. Yeah. There's a great Very little video. Man. What does it uh, sound like? Of him Just and his brothers each, playing it. So it's like imagine like a dice, and each side of it makes a different is a different tone or a different note. No, but what is he? Is it a percussion? Is he blowing yeah, he taps into it? It's it. like drum. So he taps it. Yeah, he taps the drum, but each one has a different sound, different note. So he's just smacking a cube. Yeah, but it's rhythmic. He's working with Nintendo. <laughs> it's rhythmic. The Nintendo That's cube. rhythmic. Nintendo would be looking <laughs> to it. Him. He's been doing that for about ten years. Yep. <laughs> That's a copyright claim, isn't it? <laughs> one of my one of my friends for his wedding tried to hire Dion Dublin to come and play the tube at his wedding. He declined. <laughs> he declined that offer. Oh, sad. <laughs> Imagine oh, here comes yeah. the bride. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be different. It'd be the actual notes, not just a rhythm as well. So it's dude. more of like a uh, like a steel drum. 
You can actually hit no. notes. He's hitting it with his hands. Yeah, you can hit. You hit notes, but each side of the box. Uh, do you know what? I haven't looked at this thing in a long there's time. Sizes, but I think there's three or four bizarre, different sizes. There's only four. No, notes I think you can eight. Hit. No, six, isn't it? Like oh yeah, spaces yeah. on a cube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking one side's on your lap. It's not just a floating. No, God it's cube. on a stand. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm so googling it, gets it all now. around it. So that's what it looks Basically like. Basically, so it is a cowboy box. So it is a box. So yeah. it's Labo, yeah, like it's the a Dublin's Labo, the Nintendo Dupe. Yeah. Uh, and it's, <laughs> each side is basically, yeah, I think a different thickness or a different tension. So right. it has a different sound. Um, it's br- not great. I'm, I'm bringing up his tutorial video on YouTube. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to know what it sounds like. It, it sounds like this. Get about three minutes into that, and he's doing a big tutorial with, it, with his brother Eddie. Okay. <laughs> Let's okay. just skip to the tutorial. He's playing. Here we go. <laughs> You've never heard anything like it. Well, See? bongos. <laughs> Pretty similar. It's endless. The sounds you get are endless. endless. <laughs> They're very limited. Tell me now, it's not great. I I understand. Like, I think someone it, needs to let him know about the bongos. I know, it's essentially <laughs> bongos. Okay, Dion, that's enough. Uh, that was good, wasn't it? So I do love it, though. That's what's going on in Football Manager. <laughs> but, that, I mean, fair play to him. No one, like, who wakes up in the morning and is like, I'm going to make my own instrument. And he's a former very successful football player as well. And he's just like, do you know what? This football career, I'm done with this now. It's time he, to go into the musical world. And he's now hosting Homes Under the Hammer. Is he? Yeah. My oh, God. God, watching that. Excuse the theme song. <laughs> Setting up a Sky Plus recording for that. He's just, Seriously. He's just like, you're buying a house. Can I interest you in some percussion? <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Who does your juice? He's <laughs> got a little stall outside the house, just selling yeah. them afterwards. He just comes to a house. Uh, Dion, this is just a giant wooden cube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What more do you need? We're really interested in the house. I mean, it's exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. Do we have to take the cube? It's a package deal, I'm afraid. Ah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Wait, got some for you. Tap the wall. There's literally, there's literally the whole house endless. Just tap a giant. that wall. There's endless sounds in this house. <laughs> uh, Don't tap that one though, because it is wafer thin. Yeah, yeah. You'll go straight yeah that's a load bearing wall. That so yeah. That's glass. <laughs> uh, so that Good. is uh, the little music segment yeah. that we're going to do in this one. Thank you for the update, Cardi. I'm looking oh, forward okay. to fifty one. That's going to be a happy day. I'll, I'll get like Percentage. a confetti can. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 He looks so confused. Or <laughs> no way. <laughs> um, next up on this podcast, because the running order this week was a little thin, yeah. we're going to beef it up mm. with feedback. We've got five quick fire feedback. feedback. We're going to dress it up like we really, really care what you guys have to say. <laughs> say so we're going <laughs> to uh, do a bunch of feedback. These aren't uh, numbered. So should I just yeah. start? I've got yeah. two. I've only got one. So okay, I'm really uh, go, you it. go first. We'll go I'll around. Go, I'll, go, I'll go first. Okay, I'll cool. go first. So this is from Mark Garcia. Mark says, hey, you're good at your jobs. Cheers. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Any games you would recommend that are sort of entry-level complexity? Probably split-screen and good for a man and wife. Thanks, mm. man and wife. Ooh, marriage Ooh. is at your door, isn't it? Yes, uh, I'm engaged to be married, so I suppose Ooh. I can sort of I assume it's a this. very similar scenario. Uh, to yeah, um, my fiance, uh, she doesn't play games, like barely. So we used to play Tetris together. That was about it. But recently I've got her into the Playlink games, like Hidden Agenda and That's You. And what was the other one? There's another, oh, Knowledge is Power. Oh, Basically yeah. games where you don't have to. So I you found the, control. Yeah, <laughs> party games. The yeah. biggest barrier of her, and especially my mom and dad and my family in general, is using the controller. It just scares them. The idea mm. they don't know where buttons are and what buttons are. Yeah. So anything they can play using their phone is like a massive accomplishment. And then they're on board to play it. And Hidden Agenda is just like my missus really liked it because it was just like watching a film and just making decisions. It was a choose your own adventure. Yeah. But it was still a game that we could play together. And I thought that, that was really, worked it's, out it, really well. It's Did interesting you, as well. Cause I think there's still, I think people who, it's obviously not for us cause we grew up with it. Mm. But I think the people who never play games, there's something still quite intimidating about holding a controller. Absolutely, yeah. And that can be quite off-putting so sometimes. Once with the Resident Evil 7 demo, came out and uh, there was that little 15 minutes where you get scared and I thought oh this this might be a good way to introduce it to like a first person game yeah because it's only tiny little thing and it's a horror game we love horror films as well and trying to watch her get through that environment with two analog sticks was 
insane. They just never used their well, thumbs she, like that before. She it's could crazy, use yeah. the left stick to move, and then she would stop and move the right stick to look. She yeah. could never do both at the same time. Yeah. And I just I couldn't get to quiz her. And then I realised, well, she's never ever played these games like this. She's never used two analog yeah. sticks before. I remember thought, thinking it was funny to drop my mum into a map of online modern warfare. The first <laughs> when it was out, and I, was, I was like, yeah, this ago. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to see what happened. It took she couldn't walk up the stairs. Yeah, because yeah, the camera. It's just. If you're not used to using one Absolutely. hand on to move and one hand for the camera, it must be really... Well, it's like second nature for us yeah. now, isn't it? Like through the, you know, like the, uh, I suppose it was PlayStation 2 era, really. Or yeah. PlayStation 1 a little bit. But you think before that, we were just using one analog stick on the N64. And before yeah. that, we were using D-pads. But we've slowly like evolved into understanding how it works and it's become yeah. second nature for us. But if you've never done it before... Yeah. Wow. If you can get some your hands on some old second-hand Guitar Hero rock band stuff. That's a number that's good, yeah. yeah, Yeah, it's really fun. Anything with, like, simplistic inputs, I find, for people who aren't used to gaming. Mm. Yeah. Like, something where they don't have to look at the controller and take their eyes away from the screen. Uh, something that's forgiving as well as not split-second reactions. Yeah. I think would I'd help. say, so he said uh, entry-level complexity. So I don't know whether that means she has played games before mm. or she just doesn't play hardcore games. Mm. If yeah, she has, um, I, like, we talk about a lot, Rocket League is a great one. Yeah. Split-screen and it's yeah. just use a car to hit a ball into a hole. The Lego games are always good. Lego yeah, games, actually, Lego that's games great. Are like the Fun, especially because it's split screen as well. Like mm. All the modern Lego games, they split the screen in half when you separate as yeah. well. Yeah, and they're great. Yeah. Super fun. And and not, you know, it's uh, PV computers. So, <laughs> so um, you know, it's not really like PVE. a competitive game. PVE, thank yeah. you. What is E for? Enemy. Oh, enemy. Yeah. Well, you're, I guess people can be enemies. But they're PvP. players of the players. I don't so have any PvP. enemies. I'm All friends. PVF <laughs> <Yeah>. for Cardi. <laughs> PVF only. <laughs> um, uh, so there's just a couple suggestions. Yeah, I play um, games with my nine-year-old niece as well quite a lot. And although she's she's adept at games, but she really loves Minecraft. And that's also another game as split screen. And we can play together and we build a world together and there's no stress or anything. Well, there is if you play survival mode. But yeah. If you play normal no mode. No stress, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck all those fucking diamonds. But she just likes playing creative mode and we get in there and we just build something together. We set a goal. We're like, what should we build? Let's build a swimming pool. And then we work together to build it. Yeah. I find that's a really good like entry game as well. There are some, I, I've been scared harder in Minecraft, I think, than a lot of actual horror games. And you've got a creep at the door in the middle of the night. Or when you're just like mining away and you've got loads of like really nice rare materials yeah. and you just turn around and skeleton. that son of a bitch is right there and just goes, boom, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just wipes you out. Like, honestly, I've just screamed yeah. before. Um, but good game. Yeah, good very games. good game. That's good some options. Uh, next one, shall I go? Go for it. Uh, it's from Chris Joinson. Hi, guys. Big fan of the podcast. Makes my drive home... Makes my drive home from work on a Friday even better. Awesome. Me and my girlfriend recently watched through End of the Fucking World on Netflix and proper loved it. Oh, we get it. Everyone's in a relationship. (laughs) Give it a break. I don't want one. (laughs) It wasn't a dig at you, guy. It wasn't. wasn't. They're not having a go at you, mate. I thought it started a bit slow, but it had me hooked by the end of the third episode. Plus, they're 20 minutes long, so I finished it in one night. Class. Anyway, I've had a drink and I thought I'd email him to get your thoughts on it. What? Well, he's driving. <laughs> Keep up the awesome work, Chris. Get out of the car. Uh, have you watched any of this? No, you know no. what? I haven't. And I'm kind of pissed off at myself for not watching it. I watched it all last weekend. I thought it was really good. It, yeah. it was good. Yeah. How many episodes only, I want to say six or eight. Okay. And with 20 minutes a piece, that's like, that's yeah, much. you can breeze through that. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's cool. It's kind of like, you can see a lot of influences. It's, very pulp fiction in a way okay. but kind of like it's weird because it doesn't it's everyone in it's British and it kind of looks British but it's kind of also seems a bit American it's hard to explain yeah right, it doesn't okay. feel British in a way is it just a production value it's thing? got kind of an Edgar Wright feel you know how he kind of Hollywoodizes British things oh god like Hot Fuzz and yeah yeah what, they're kind of what frame rate is it showing do you know <laughs> I can always tell the difference between like <laughs> British drama and American drama it's is always British, about, It's definitely British drama because it's on Channel so it's like 4 in October. Or something. But it's Probably. Like, yeah. I, it makes a big <laughs> well, deal, so man. Does it? it makes a big deal because he like... Well, yeah. What's the colour temp on the white belts? <laughs> no, it's definitely... It's British made. There's a reason all films are shot at 24. It's because it feels like a film to you. If, like if it was at 30, it wouldn't feel like a film. Well, um, do Americans shoot on 30? No, American... All films are 24. But we we're supposed to do twenty five characters. You can a frame. You don't difference you, it looks that different. But you don't know. You might not notice it, like in your forefront, but you notice it subconsciously. Yeah, absolutely. I do anyway. 
I don't know if I would. Really? No. You're a video producer. I notice uh, I'm really good at spotting. I would if it's on a timeline. I remember yeah. I couldn't watch, uh, what's that British cop show called? That was quite the popular. Bill? No, The Line of Duty. All right. And I couldn't deal with it because of the frame rate. It just felt too much like Hollyoaks. Okay. Like a soap. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I know I that do. feel, that yeah. tacky feel. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah it's the lead guy in the end of the fucking world is the guy from, you've watched Shut Up and Dance, the Black Mirror episode, don't you? Yes. From last yeah. season. It's, he's the lead guy and he's kind of similar in that, kind okay. of quiet and weird and dangerous. I really like him in that as well. Yeah. He's, he's, everyone in it's really good and it's worth a watch. Yeah. I don't think it's brilliant, but it's, it's short. You can oh, yeah. get it done in a week. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. check it out. It's like, different as well. One of the reasons I'm pissed off that I haven't watched it is because I've, I've talked about this with some like a number of people. Joe basically was, I think he was like had a weekend off and he was really hungover and watched this show called Plebs. Do you know Plebs? I've, I've heard of it. it. I've, I've not, not really. It. Man, he, he was telling me about it. And I really didn't understand what he was saying at the start because he was like... Because he was hammered. He was like, it's, it's not good, <laughs> but it's so harmless and just nothing that it's quite addictive. I, I get that. I get and that. I, and I was so intrigued by what he meant by that that I was like, I'll give it a couple episodes. And, and the show is basically, um, I think they were really pushing it hard for a while because it's essentially the in-betweeners, but set in ancient Rome. Okay. Um, and also just not, <laughs> not really that funny. Um, oh, you're selling it. <laughs> but this is, this is it, okay? Like, <laughs> I don't think it's that great a show, and I, I'm not quite sure why I keep watching it, but I've almost seen all four seasons now. <laughs> It's because it's probably very easy for you to watch. It's like a passive experience. It's, and it's very, like, yeah. It's almost like familiar and and warming to have on in the background. I don't know this show, I've not seen it, but I've watched shows like that yeah. where you know it's not necessarily the great show, but it's inoffensive to me that it's very easy to just That's have That's exactly on. what it is, yeah. Because yeah. like anytime I'm, if I'm like cleaning my room or just like eating dinner and I just mm. stick it on, I'm just like, it's just mush on a yeah. screen that's yeah. kind of making me smile. That's all it is. But I just can't stop watching it. Mm, yeah. Okay. So if you want some mush on your TV screen, um, I'd suggest watching that. Because otherwise I'm just re-watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> yeah. anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Nice one. I've got one here from Jake Bartnick. He says, hey, UK team, love the podcast. Listen every week. Good to know. Have an understanding about your film and game taste, but was curious about your taste in music. Mm. What are your favorite albums of recent times and who are your favorite artists of all time? For me, a toss between Radiohead and Bowie. I'm a big Radiohead yeah. fan. I, I like Bowie. I've never been big See, I'm into a big Bowie. Radiohead and big Bowie fan, so I'm, I'm on board Best with friend. Jake. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pink Floyd is my favourite band yep. of all time. Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon, favourite album by them? Yeah, yep. definitely. Um, I love Jeff Buckley's Grace. That's one of my favourite albums. What else? I'm not uh, very like good with modern music, though. I'm yeah. kind of like falling off that. The last album I really got into was probably Raw Blood or Eminem's not this album but the album before was that Mushroom Mavis 2 I think yeah, yeah that would have been the one before wouldn't it but yeah apart from that I'm, I'm a people just rich. don't like it's a trend now that people just don't do albums anymore it's just yeah. singles I think at least they like do. a string of singles maybe bands yeah like I know what you mean with Spotify bands. now it feels very much you can just dive in and just listen to the things you're, you're not buying an album and yeah. you're, you're invested because you've made that purchase you're going to listen to the whole thing yeah. I know what you mean but I send I tilt still tend to like when I got the Eminem new album I put it on from start let it play through to finish didn't think it was very good but you know <laughs> his last one was really good but, but no Radiohead brilliant what's your favourite Radiohead album now ooh that's, that's a good question probably OK Computer I think it's a song I'd have album. to say classic. the best of Radiohead <laughs> I think I'd, I think I'd go Hail to the Thief yeah, Hail to the Thief is, is up there as well but I, I, I think I have my top 100 album this because I'm insane yeah. what and is I that one called have, again Sidetunes uh, Sidetunes oh god come on Keep up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have about five Radiohead in the top 30. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. What about you, Roy? Um, see, I'm, as we were saying, that generation that I like. I grew up on singles rather mm. than things. I used to love Red Hot Chili Peppers and I still like a lot, a lot of their good. stuff. Uh, they were good, yeah. Um, churches, I think they're great. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. But then aside from that, like every song I listen to is like a different artist these days. But the That's style good. boys are good yeah style boys for Connor life. for real yep. <laughs> both great there's bands there's a band that Ryan McCaffrey uh, from my UF office tweeted about the other week called Greta Von Fleet or Fleek no it's not Fleek it's yeah. Fleet <laughs> uh, and they he tweeted about I'm sounding like Led Zeppelin and I love Led Zeppelin so yeah. I put them on and they're, they're quite good they've got uh, like an 8 track EP out right now which is pretty good yep. check that out oh it's like Andrew WK he's okay. great yeah Ooh. he's so good sweet um 
And is this the final one? This email is from Michael Bristow. Michael says, good day to you, ladies and gents. Here's the scenario. No okay, bloody hell. Straight in. A surprise announcement comes out, and it's a new game, Out oh. of the Blue, being released in March. What is your dream announcement? So he follows Ooh. it up by saying, I'd absolutely love to see a Borderlands game, not a cut-and-paste job like the pre-sequel, but a much larger Third. scale game. Mm. All new characters, new jazzy guns, bad story. Uh, well-balanced challenge. I wouldn't be against having that. Yeah. I love oh. Borderlands so much. Second one is one of my favorite games. So I imagine well, it pick. has to be like oh. a are we saying are we, are we giving ourselves rules here? It has to be unannounced. We can't just say, I want The Last of Us 2 now. Yeah. Yeah, let's say an unannounced game, bam, okay. out of the blue it, right it now. It has to be a sequel got, or a, like a reboot or something because yeah. otherwise we're making up games. Prison <laughs> Escape, the Nintendo cardboard got, game yeah. where you have to shake your way to mind. the top. If I could have Persona 6 now. Yeah. So, if I could have the... Pokemon RPG for Switch, full blown. Now. And Rory's face is lit up when you said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would I've be I've got amazing. one more GTA 6. Oh, yeah. GTA 6. Yeah, because Red Dead's already coming. Just yeah. slowly. Right now, I want Mario Odyssey 2. No. Only because really? I've, I've done every single thing I've done. I've got my 999 gold sales yesterday. Yeah. Well, this morning, actually. And thank well you very done, much. Dale. Well but done. Now my commute is a hollow experience and I need Mario Odyssey. I prefer and I Mario Super Strikers 2. If I could get that. Mm. Really? Well, if you, you want prefer <laughs> that over Mario Odyssey 2. I, I'm happy having a break from Mario I mean, Mario I'd love platform. it if they rebooted or uh, remade Galaxy 1 and 2 for Switch as well. I'd mm. absolutely love that too. If you want to continue the hollow experience on your commute, you've got Dark Souls coming to your Switch soon. Oh, I don't know if I've made mm. for that. I don't know if, I don't know if I've Hop got that. Hop on in. We're all going to be playing it. it Jolly cooperation, guys. <laughs> we're going to be praising together. Uh, mine is kind of like it's so generic and boring obviously I'd love to see Half-Life 3 yeah. I'd love to see a Portal 3 I'd love to see Left 4 Dead 3 yeah. any of those games would just be Ooh, incredible a new Burnout game yeah I'd love but, it but that's like the one that's burnout. the one you'd want a new no, Burnout I'm just game spitballing like burnout. I'd love Revenge a new SSX yeah. that would be good cool. right a good snowboard or an game. amazing Tony Hawk's like a proper a good Tony Hawk's game yeah. Yeah. well Skate is pretty good or a new Skate would be really cool Oh, they're skate free. Games are games are great, aren't they? Oh, there's some good ones. Yeah. I'm so excited for Spider-Man as well. That's going to be cool. Oh, God damn. Oh. Yeah, so a lot of interesting ones. Why don't you email in, guys? If you could see any game right now, just yeah. enter the universe in March. Uh, what game would you like that to be? You can email us in at, oh, Christ. IGN IGN underscore UK, UK feedback. feedback. At IGN.com. Thank you very Simple. much, Michael. Uh, right. One more. One One more. Fuck you, Caddy, for giving me this one because it's a what? name that I have no idea how to pronounce. <laughs> I didn't do that. Yet, really. Steve. <laughs> so I'm, I'm apologising in advance. I'm going to give it a go. Fizz Van. It's terrible for laughing. At. Look Let how me it's tell spelled. you. Let's have a go. Go on, you have a go. I'll go Tej Van Caesar. That was Caesar. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's a I'm hard guessing, eye. Like the I'm guessing they're Belgian or Dutch. Yeah, I'm gonna go Thesius Thesius van Cize. Cize. Sorry, Thesius, sorry, friend, I might be uh, Please write in and tell us Teej. how to pronounce your name. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, anyway, his question or her question? Uh, can't, <laughs> can't tell. Can't tell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it getting warm in here? Getting uh, warm. With your love of movies, I just wondered if you've ever seen Jacob's Ladder, a Tim Robbins movie from the <laughs> sorry, got the giggles now. A Tim Robbins movie from the eighties with a super young Macaulay Culkin in his first role. I love it. It's got a great twist. No, I have not you seen, seen it. Ladder. Have you seen that film, Rory? <laughs> Jacob's Ladder. About, uh, Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. No, I don't think so. No, I've I have. Seen it. I have. Cool. I think it was made in 1990, actually. It's not an 80s film, just to be a pedant. Ooh. Can you can you give us, like, an elevator pitch? Oh, it's it's got an incredible twist. So I'll do the sound effects. Basically, Boom. I think it's a good film. I'm not... I don't love it. It's good. Okay. I enjoy it. It's basically... There's a Vietnam soldier. It starts, he's in Vietnam, and he's shot. Or he's stabbed, oh. actually, I think. And he's, like, you see him carried away to the medical tent. And then we cut, he's back in New York okay. after the war. And he starts having strange hallucinations and visions and weird things. It's a horror. It's kind of a horror. It's the film that actually influenced Silent Hill the most, I think. Ooh, okay. Wow. So there you go. 
and he's having lots of visions and stuff. And yeah, it's all he's trying to work out why he's having these visions and what really happened in Vietnam to okay. him because it's kind of a blackout. And how is his ladder? How is it? How is his ladder? It's Strong kind of references talking. to the biblical themes that are involved in it. So there's not a person called Jacob. You know, he, the, character, the main character is called Jacob. Oh, he's Let's say he's, he's climbing the ladder of life. Okay. So it's a metaphorical ladder. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's got allegorical themes to it. <laughs> it's good. It okay. does actually sound really interesting, especially yeah. if it influenced Silent Hills. Mm, That's cool. I know nothing about it. Nothing at all. You do what, now. Well, no, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> was the what was was the question whether we'd seen it or not? Yeah, just whether we've seen it. And oh. do you like it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Cardi bloody loves it. Yeah. I like it. That is a firm yes from Cardi. It's got to be top <laughs> ten, right? It's um, not on the list, but it's good. I enjoyed is, it. I've is, only seen it once. Is IMDb top one hundred or top one hundred and fifty? One hundred and fifty. It's mad. Like, like, you ever go more it maybe but well, that's what imdb do though 150 it's 250 i think is it but, yeah i just couldn't bother to go. but eventually what's gonna happen is <laughs> i lost you're gonna have to start like pushing some of your favorite films yeah, off yeah, they, so they you fall off so, so you can no you yeah, can easily but, make 250 then surely yeah. i could do but then i start adding films that i don't really like that much like 247 yeah. end up being a film i think it's okay but I'm you don't sorry. have to do 250 right now what you could do is every time you add one just add uh, another add number reserve to the list, list and then eventually you'll get to 250 when you've kicked enough off. i could I could. Yeah. <laughs> it's my life. Let's have a, let's arrange a meeting about this. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, okay. It's important. Yeah, get it yeah. in the tre- stick it in the Trello. <laughs> stick it in the Trello. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week for the IGN UK podcast. I've had some fun. Yeah. It was good. It was some highs, There's some, some lows. Oh, dubin. Yeah. Um, Cardi, <laughs> no, as I said, yeah, fifty-one percent. Next time, mm. I want to be here when this happens. Even if I'm not on the podcast, just call me in and say, Rory, it's happening. I'll just find you hop two in. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> Done it, it happened. <laughs> Uh, and if you've ever played a dupe, write in, please write, write in. in, please, for the tutorial video. Dion, if you're listening, we'll have one. <laughs> Do an unboxing. Wait, it's what? just a box. The box of the box. It's there. Uh, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye bye. 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 Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.